Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracer. And I'm Corbin Heller. And we are recording this straight into the laptop. <laughs> I'm holding it as we stand outside at the Super Bowl party we both attended today. This may be the most ratchet, just absolute jerry-rigged fucking podcast we're ever going to do. Standing. You know I don't want to set that precedent. We're going to do something crazier than this at some point. I've... There has to be. As of right now, we're standing underneath an overhang at some rent at our friend's <laughs> girlfriend's house as we try to avoid the rain to record this directly onto the laptop. Uh, the game literally just finished. It's 10:15 at night. The Kansas City Chiefs, our Super Bowl champs, with the final score of uh, what was it, 31-20? Yep, 31-20. Yeah. Uh, impressions. This was such a great game. I thought both teams called great games. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan did great jobs. Uh, Both quarterbacks stood out as just super inconsistent throughout the game. Just Pat Mahomes just never was himself throughout the whole game. He had that one deep pass to... I think it was Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. My, he, oh, it was Sammy Watkins. I think I think he had one or two for each of them. Regardless, there was a couple deep balls that point, looked though. good, yeah. but otherwise the short game was just really just terrible, horrible, both ways, really horrible. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just never looked settled. wasn't great. Uh, Debo Samuel stood out. Nick Bosa stood out. Chris Jones. Uh, they haven't announced MVP yet, but he would be my player to select. Uh, Damian Williams was great. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey was good. All around fantastic game. Um, it looks just like peering at the TV through the window. It looks like Pat Mahomes has the game ball. Uh, I don't think that's, you know, officially the MVP way of announcing it, but yeah, he's walking around with the game ball. That might just be whatever, but such a huge improvement over last year. Yeah, this was this was a really fun game and really exemplified kind of both teams rode through this playoffs thus far. Because mm-hmm. the uh, Niners' whole thing was being disruptive up front and making quarterbacks feel unsettled, which is exactly how Mahomes looked. The Chiefs' whole thing was going down early and then coming back from behind, which is... Yeah. And, and, and the commentators were saying it, like, the entire game, and... I mean, fuck, that's exactly what fucking happened. I mean, like, goddamn, um, yeah. heart uh, heart attack city over here if you're a Kansas City fan. But, uh, yeah, both teams played just a good game. Weird in parts. Very weird, yeah. Weird, weird in parts, but, like, that, that's both... That's the nature of the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, both, both teams showed their maximum potential of points. Both teams showed their faults. Um, but that kept it even-handed. Mm-hmm. And really, I think that's what I think that's what's most important for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, for both teams to look competent and to, to show you why they made it there. Because uh, I don't know, thirty one twenty doesn't feel representative of how this game went. Because that is a yeah. decently lopsided score, an eleven point margin. I mean that that late touchdown run by Damian Williams yeah. definitely Sealed stands out as you know being hugely different it looks like they're interviewing chris jones now so maybe that's the giveaway that he's the mvp we can't hear the tv so we actually have no idea we're just gonna look and see what happens um who would be who would be your mvp pick oh man that's tough i i genuinely couldn't pick one for you um probably someone on defense for the chiefs Mm -hmm. um just because the offense picked itself up 
um, via different pieces. I don't know who I would pick on the defense in particular. I'm very bad with names. I'm very bad with those names, especially, <laughs> just because they're less individualized, individually recognized. Um, but I would probably go with someone, yeah. someone on the defense. Yeah, this was this was one of those games where there wasn't, you know, both quarterbacks played inconsistently. It was rocky. Um, yeah, both both quarterbacks were just really inconsistent throughout the whole game. There really wasn't any other standout players offensively. I mean, there was good plays by a bunch of different players. Dino yeah, Samuel was had some good runs, or had well, yeah, actually, although he, would, some although good he runs, wouldn't yeah. be picked for no, the Niners. Yeah, like uh, like Moster yeah, did. there was you know Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, but like I'm just saying, like there was a couple individual players that had good individual plays. Yeah, and that's and that's why I think like it'd be tough to pick someone from the offense because like Travis Kelsey had like some really nice plays, and then Sammy Watkins had a few nice catches, and Tyreek Hill obviously had a few nice catches. Like everyone had their moment, but no one carried. And they have that I, it, that's what you're you know usually looking at for an MVP award. That's why it usually goes to the quarterback because it's the guy that touches the ball literally every fucking play. Right. Um, but because Mahomes was rocky, to say. I'm going to say the least because I think that's a little bit unfair to him. He was he was inconsistent, but he wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but because he wasn't like standout, I think you'd want the, the MVP to be remembered as someone who was standout. I yeah, I don't think this is going to be one of those uh, Super Bowls like when Malcolm Smith won it for the Seahawks, and it was just kind of like, sure, like yeah. literally like no one stood out. It's just what it was. Whatever. But I do think there were some guys who at least made enough splash plays, who made enough ruckus on defense where you could feel confident handing it to one of those guys. Uh, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from this game? Like, what do you think is going to be the big, biggest ripple effect as well? Oh, man, I feel like Jimmy G is going to get a lot of hate in this game. Um, this was kind of the, the prove-it game for him because, you know, we've had games where he needed to step up and he did. He had games where he needed to step up and he kind of faltered. Um, and people were putting a lot of pressure on him to see, you know, can he carry this team to a Super Bowl victory? And clearly now, looking at it, you know, in hindsight, five minutes after the game ended, wasn't the case. Um, so I think he's going to get a lot of hate for this. Uh, I don't think it's going to be all warranted. Um, there was a lot of non-calls against the 49ers that I think could have very much changed this game, especially at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Shanahan, I, I don't know. I think it's just going to go down as one of those games where both coaching staffs just they called a hell of a game, you know. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, um, uh, I'm forgetting uh, Sayla and Scar, whatever. Doesn't matter. Both defense coordinators did a good job of making adjustments and all that. Overall, I think it was a well coached game. Um, yeah, I don't, I, it's hard to say so closely after the fact, you know, without being able to go back and rewatch the highlights, look at the box score hear what people talk about, you know, being inebriated. It's hard, <laughs> yes, to, it's hard yeah. to pick one thing that's like, oh, this is what this is going to be remembered for. How, long, how much longer do you think Andy Reid coaches for? Because he's, he's been, he's been as oh. they said in the broadcast, today, he coached, he's been coaching for 21 years. He's been kind of chasing, it's mm-hmm. tough to say chasing ring because that has a negative connotation to it, usually for players like, you know, KD, who like change teams to chase ring. But he's <laughs> like been, you know, Moby Dick chasing that ring for a while. <laughs> And um, he now has it. I'm not saying he's in any rush to retire, but if he were to, like, his resume is now complete. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where 
this I always love seeing players and coaches have this grand send off. You know, Peyton Manning is kind of like the shining star of that. I just don't see Andy Reid calling it quits after this. I don't think he will either. But like, if do you think do you think this shortens how lo- much longer he would have stayed in the game for? Or do you think this is a minimal effect kind of situation? Uh, I think it it might shorten it just because you know with the team they have in place with Robert, Robert Patrick Mahomes, Jesus Christ, uh, at quarterback. If they didn't win now, they would have had you know at least three more years to go push and win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's really going to shorten it all that much because I think that team is still in place. They still have an opportunity to go back and win another one for Andy Reid. And, you know, I, I know he's old. He doesn't really seem it the way other coaches might carry that age with them. So yeah. I think Andy Reid sticks around for at least, you know, three, four more years. Uh, one player that stood out a lot to me in a not great way Um which is unfortunate because I really like him. Richard Sherman did not have a good game. Yeah, did didn't have a didn't have a good game. Um, I think it's just the plays where he did play poorly. He played. It was you know it was a spectacular error where it's yeah. you know, being you know knocked over because of uh, you know being put on ice and just breaking his ankles and whatnot. Um, or just having a guy run past him and, you know, the safety wasn't there to pick it up. I don't know. I'd have to go back and actually watch him specifically to really see how poorly he played himself. But just from watching as a fan, uh, he did not have a terrific game. I'm trying to think if there's anything anything else big to really take away from this. I think uh, I think seeing Pat Mahomes not have the world's greatest game but still stick out maintain his play style the whole way through and mm-hmm. kind of win the game by sheer force of will, by just gutting it out and doing it the way that he knew he could do it eventually. That's that's an impressive thing to see mm-hmm. um, because usually you'll see players get kind of shook by that, especially the younger players. And they'll, they'll try to either do too much or they'll change too much. And Mahomes really didn't. You know, he, he kept up his his – the way he's been winning games his whole career, all two years of it, <laughs> and uh, and and found a way to kind of dig out the win, um, which is pretty cool to see. I agree. Um, I'm honestly kind of surprised they Andy Reid was able to maintain that you know run pass ratio. They were down early, but they didn't just put it all on Patrick Mahomes and have him throw you know the ball. 40 to 50 times in this game, they were able to maintain that. Uh, they didn't Lamar Jackson him. They, yeah, they didn't yeah. Lamar Jackson him. Um, yeah, I, I, that just goes back to, you know, how well the both coaches were at calling this game. The more I think back, though, I think what might stand out a lot uh, going forward is almost clock mismanagement by Kyle Shanahan. I was going to say, that is the one thing I would ping Shanahan for, mm-hmm. is, is, is the, the, the lack of use of all of his fucking timeouts in the, in the, first in the, half, in the second yeah. half, first half. Yeah, that was truly bizarre. And then I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's kind of one of those things where uh, at the end of the game, he still was trying to commit to the run almost, keep the defense, you know, on guard uh, by, you know, running the ball instead of forcing the pass. It's one of those things where if it's worked, we'd applaud him for that. It didn't work, so you kind of have to hold it against him almost. I'm kind of teetering in between the two just without going back and watching it again to see 
do I think they should have done it differently? You know, hindsight's twenty twenty here, so it's really hard to, you know, people in glass houses to throw stones, but um, it's definitely something a lot that a lot of people are going to be talking about. I feel like Skip Bayless is going to be discussing this quite a bit in detail tomorrow morning. Well, uh, Skip Bayless discussing literally anything wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you think though? Since this is now his second blown lead in the Super Bowl, or game blowing. Uh, because of scheme in the Super Bowl, yeah. because he was the offensive coordinator for the um, Atlanta Falcons when they blew a 28-3 lead against the uh, Patriots, which was a big talking point at the time. Obviously, one, because of the point differential, but also because the Falcons didn't run the ball a single time yeah. in the second half, which is the most common scheme for, you know, burning clock. And they caught a lot of shit for that because they lost that game. I feel like that's going to be one of those things that, a lot of people on Twitter are going to say and, you know, use that as a real common way to just throw stones at Kyle Shanahan. I don't think that's fair. I, I mean, so this either. was such a hard-fought game at the end, so evenly matched between these teams. I don't think you could say that the 49ers blew this game. Um, I I think the Chiefs won this game. Yeah, again, I, as, as much as the score makes it seem like it wasn't, this was close. Yeah, incredibly close. This uh, was truly a battle of inches at a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few different... Pa- if, the, if the Niners got called for the delay of game, which they probably should have been, this could have been a different game entirely. Um, a lot of a lot of things could have gone differently um, in very small ways to make a big impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's football. Yeah, you know, one one play any any time throughout the game is going to change the entire the premise of the game and how it unfolds. So you know that's the sport. Man, it's it's hard just this close after the Super Bowl without letting it settle and looking back to really draw any more major points from this. Um, I'm really excited to watch both of these teams next year because I don't see either one of these teams really, you know, falling to the wayside like uh, former Super Bowl participants have in the past. Or winners Uh, with, like, the Broncos. Right. Um, So I think both of these teams are going to be competing for a good while after this. Uh, How would you react if news came out, like, three weeks from now that the Niners signed Tom Brady and fired Jimmy Garoppolo? And Uh, Garoppolo lies, or or they bench him behind Brady, and and time is a flat circle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Like, that would be such utterly shocking news. I don't think I could even, like, put into words how I would feel about that. It'd be amazing. It would would be just absolutely batshit crazy. It'd be the best. (laughs) Because, you know, Brady grew up a Niners fan. Yeah, like... I honestly, I think he would retire before playing for another team. I don't know. I just, I don't even know how to feel about the situation. To say. Um, what's totally unrelated to football? What do you think of the halftime show? Sexual. <laughs> it was. I kept turning to Kel every time they would show a shot of like every woman's crotch in the entirety of the stadium, and um, I would just go, you know, but you can't say asshole no, you <laughs> on can't. TV. You can show like. All of Shakira's Man. pussy. Yeah. You can't. You cannot say like D- "dick" or "or ass" or, or "or or fuck" on TV. But uh, if there was ever a time for a wardrobe malfunction in a Super Bowl halftime show, this would have been catastrophic and 
spectacular. You know what's funny is we joke about that. I think they wanted it to happen. Like it, they the, had to. The shots that they had, they were they were praying for it. I mean, my God, <laughs> like. Don't get me wrong, red blooded American man, blah blah blah. But like, oh my god, like yeah. Jesus, there's more upskirt shots than a Japanese porno. Trust I mean, me, like I wanted that to happen for the Twitter memes, not because I need we a got Super Bowl halftime going, show to get off. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I'm. That's gonna be one of those tweets, those memes. It's that clogging my Twitter right now. <laughs> it's clogging it. I'm gonna laugh hysterically every time. It's still. It's, it's gonna the be funny. Yeah, ever. it's been funny for it. years. <laughs> oh man um we know what happened with the nfl honors uh we know that lamar jackson got mvp all that stuff we don't want to do that right now just because it's late and we're cold yeah <laughs> it's chilly out there's snow uh, on the ground <laughs> yeah yeah there is uh we so we'll talk about it in the thursday episode along with more topics this is going to be relatively abbreviated this is probably going to be the bulk of it that you listen to right now as we try to wrap up soon mm-hmm. Um, I also but, very much want to discuss commercials at some point, but I think waiting until we could rewatch the good ones. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, and have I a more full discussion might, yeah. on it. But we wanted to, uh, this would be the Monday episode due to just schedule stuff and the fact that, well, tomorrow's Monday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, uh, not tomorrow, an hour and a half from now is Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that is fair. <laughs> um, so, do you have any final immediate thoughts on this before we wrap it up and go get warm? I am just so happy that this was a. Just truly exciting Super Bowl to watch. Yeah, thank God. Oh my God, this is literally triple over triple the point <laughs> over quad over quad. Hold on, there were there were sixteen points scored. So and there were and there were fifty one points scored in this one. So yeah, triple the points basically. Oh, fantastic! I don't. This definitely won't go down as you know an all time great Super Bowl. I just want to step up. Yeah, like year. that oh. just goes to show how low the bar was set. When the game was year. ten to ten, I turned to Kel and was like, "This is more points than got scored yeah. last year." <laughs> like that's uh, so. Oh yeah. Um, hats off for the Chiefs. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulate Kansas City. It's a wonderful town. Um, I, forgot, I know I picked. I forgot the to watch the TV to see who they handed the. MVP trophy too, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 find out eventually, and we'll tell all of you. <laughs> um, but you'll probably you'll know. definitely yeah. know by then. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck, man! I guess uh, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, um, do we know? Do we see? Uh, I don't think so. Damn. Yeah. Damn it, Twitter! You are not helpful today. Oh well. Uh, if you want to follow us on oh, well, Twitter, Pat Mahomes is MVP. Really. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Congratulations, Pat Mahomes. Despite yeah. our poor reaction, we're proud of you. We were just hoping for something different, you know? Yeah. It feels lazy to give it to the quarterback, even yeah. when he didn't have a bad a good game. Um, anyway, you know, follow us on Twitter, at JusingPod. No one has the email, you can do so. At JusingPod.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Bye.